everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Monday to you all my friends. I hope that you are having a great start to your week and I hope that you had a fantastic weekend. Um, We had a good weekend. My husband and I decided to take a quick little beach trip up the coast. If you didn't know, well actually down the coast, but if you didn't know, I live in Washington state and um, so our beaches aren't like California beaches by any means, but if it's a nice day, it could be really nice. I consider it more of like a mud flat situation. You know, I'm definitely on the more negative side about it. I need to work on that, but um, regardless, we went and uh, we went to a beach down in Oregon because we live very close to Oregon and it was beautiful. There was no Wi-Fi. There was not any internet in the town we stayed in. So when we did pop out for food and stuff, we were able to, you know, kind of come back to the world and check our phones a little bit. But to be honest, it was nice to get away and not have to deal with our phones blowing up or getting distracted by what's happening on our phones and what's happening in the world. So that was kind of nice. So my weekend was pretty good. So I hope that you had just as good of a weekend, if not better. Hope that you got things done. Hope that you rested. You hope you had fun and that it was fantastic. And I hope that you're having a great start to your day, whether your day is just beginning, in the middle, or towards the end. And if you are not having a fantastic day, I definitely encourage you to take the five-minute reset, which is where you take at least five minutes to be by yourself. Um, If you have more time, I encourage you to always take more time, but take at least five minutes to be by yourself to kind of just shake off everything that's causing you issues. You know, you're taking those minutes to come back to baseline, to reboot, to restart your day, and you are welcome to do this as many times during the day, week, month, whatever you want, as many times as you want all the time, because it's definitely your right to be able to restart your day and kind of like reset your attitude, your mindset, your mental status, and be able to finish your day feeling so good or just feeling better than you were. So you're going to go ahead and just shake off any sort of um, burdens that are on you, trouble that trouble issues that are trying to come at you and take you down. And then you're also going to make a quick list of uh, four things, at least four things that you are grateful for. And those can be really big things or really small things or things like smack dab in the middle. You can be grateful that you got outside during these hot, hot summer days that we're having uh, to hang in the hammock or cut your grass or whatever you enjoy doing. You can be grateful for um, getting a raise at work or being able to go back to to work finally or or you can be grateful for just having snuggles with your your cat your dog your bunny whatever kind of animal that you may have but it's really easy to make a list of things that you are grateful for when you think of it that way as it doesn't have to be these really huge things that you're grateful for it can be really small things or things that just fit right there in the middle so make a list of at least four things four things you're you're grateful for if you have time maybe problem solve whatever trouble is coming at you whatever is trying to drive you over the edge and make your day terrible but last but not least before you leave the five minute reset you need to make sure that you are able to walk away feeling at least neutral if not positive about the rest of your day because you do not want to pass on your negative mood to anyone else. You do not want to, you know, misery loves company and just make everyone else feel terrible, feel sad, feel upset uh, because you're feeling that way. Plus, you made that gratitude list and gratitude is one of the biggest things that can be a mindset shifter, a mindset changer. So just being able to uh, list those things out, you should be able to change your mindset and believe that, okay, despite what's happening to you right now, you're able to still have a decent, uh, 
rest of your day because no matter what's coming down on you, there are still amazing things to be grateful for. So try that out if you're having a bad day or having a rough day or just a tough day. But I do hope that you're having a fantastic day. And um, just want to let you know that this week we are going to be talking about uh, relationship struggles. So, um, and this might come as a surprise because you might, well, maybe it won't come as a surprise for some people because I do feel like eventually I would get there. Um, but I was actually, um, inspired by someone that reached out to me about my podcast, which I super appreciate. And if you'd like to do that, please come, uh, check me out on IG, which is at Sabrina Joy Perozo. Uh, but yeah, they just messaged me and they were asking me questions and stuff. And I, you know, kind of like inspired me to do a week talking about relationship struggles. I'm sure in the future, I will talk about something else in the relationship realm. It kind of just brought it to my attention a little sooner than I may have come to it because I focus so heartily on things that affect us individually. Um, but relationships are super important and a big important part of our life, um, especially right now with a lot of us still have to be home with our partners a lot more than maybe we were before. So anyway, this week we're going to talk about relationship struggles, but today, Monday, we're going to talk about why are relationships so hard. So let's go ahead and just jump right in. I had someone from Instagram reach out to me and ask if I had any podcast episodes talking about relationships. Um, and I think she was a little bit more specific on her question. But at the time, I unfortunately had to tell her no. But it got me thinking that it could be helpful and interesting to delve into relationship struggles for a week of episodes. And I want you to know that I am not any sort of like certified relationship expert. But I do know a lot and have done significant research and based upon my own um, um, almost 14 years of marriage, you know, I feel like that all can be compiled together uh, to come up with some great resources, great answers, great suggestions and advice for you when it comes to relationship struggles. So, and I thought it'd be appropriate to start the week off by talking about why relationships are so hard, but I want to know that despite the fact that relationships can be hard, it is more often than not very rewarding in the end once you're able to uh, get through those things together that are might feel like a struggle when you're in it, but it's so worth it when you've come over uh, that hump. Um, so first off, you got to have difficult convos like you do. And the problem with this is that most people do not like confrontation or having hard talks with anyone, not even themselves, which a lot of times let me tell you, it's, it's you have to come to terms with yourself. You have to just tell yourself the straight truth. But when you're in a relationship, you have no choice. Like you, if you want to build trust, get through disagreements and become closer, you have to be able to talk to the person you are in a relationship with. Um, you have to be able to talk to them. You have to be able to just like mano a mano, like just one-on-one -on -one have those hard, tough conversations. Communication in general is paramount when you are with someone. And if and even, you know, even if you look outside of uh, romantic relationships, just any like friendship relationship, work relationship, re uh, relationship with like other um, friends and family, communication is so important. And if the communication lines are broken or just not working well, you're going to have so many like um, miscommunications, which can cause trouble issues, uh, uh, 
um, even more confrontational opportunities. <laughs> like it's not really an opportunity, but it can be an opportunity for some people when they don't mind it. Um, and it could just cause like so much confusion. And the relationship will become stronger, not because of the things you have in common or like about each other, you know, which are great. That's, that's so amazing. But the ability to deal with conflict and have tough conversations. That's the thing that's going to make the relationship stronger because you guys are going to be able to come together and just talk it out. And maybe, you know, anger arises, maybe sadness, maybe like just irritability, anxiety. But if you are able to just hold it down and not run away and not want to just throw everything out the window because you think that relationships are those things that have to be perfect or you don't think that you have found the perfect person because you guys have a fight at all. I've definitely heard people who think that you shouldn't fight at all. And I'm here to tell you that's not true at all. Like how, I don't understand how certain couples would be able to go as long as they may have without having a fight because maybe they're trying to curb it every time it seems like it's going to turn that way or someone will just like bend so far and be so overly flexible so that everyone just keeps the peace but I'm here to tell you there's going to be a little bit of struggle there's going to be a little bit of pain but if you're able to talk it out and and figure out like where everyone's at in their minds and expectations and what needs to be discussed um, then you can be able to get through it and it'll be so much better and stronger and you understand each other a little bit more every single time so you got to have those difficult combos next vulnerability is necessary (laughs) being vulnerable and intimate is scary and not fun like I mean it you know like when I when I was writing these notes and I was like it's not fun it can maybe seem fun when you look back on it even then, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. It's not fun. It's not fun. And it can be definitely be scary. But you have to do it because if you keep your heart closed and distance yourself emotionally from your partner, that relationship has no chance. Like it just doesn't. You're not being honest, open and true with them if you aren't vulnerable. And you may get away with it in the beginning like totally like you have yourself uh, looking like this perfect person, like this person that they want to be with that has no issues, no problems, no like baggage at all whatsoever. But it just won't last once they find out you aren't really sharing who you truly are. So um, I would encourage you to figure out a way for you to be more open and honest, more intimate, more vulnerable, share what's going on. If you have issues and you feel like it's pertinent to tell your partner, um, especially in moments where things are making you feel uncomfortable or you're not sure what to do because uh, these things keep plaguing you and you want to get fall deeper into um, a relationship, into love, into you know being with this person potentially forever, you got to be honest with them. You got to tell them what you're going through. You got to tell them what you personally are struggling with so that they can either, you know, uh, at least support you, if not help you in your endeavor to become better, a better, stronger person on your own. Um, so, you know, take it slow if it really scares you and you will be able to handle all the ups and downs of sharing those ultra personal pieces of yourself with them. If you just start out kind of slowly moving along through that, if it's something that's new to you, something that super scares you, you're, you're not from familiar with actually being open and transparent with someone. I get it. It's fine. Maybe you've been hiding so long in your life or pretending to be someone that you're not. And that's why all your relationships uh, are cut short. 
is because you're afraid to share who you are. But there's going to be a come a point where you find that person that just, you know, is the person for you for forever. And you're going to have to dive in and share it. So just think about that. Think about that and ask yourself that that's an issue that you struggle with. And if it's something that my personal me, uh, advice and me hyping you up won't help you, I encourage you to talk to someone else about it, uh, like a therapist, a counselor, a mentor, someone you trust, to really dive deep into that and figure out how you can uh, begin that process of being more vulnerable and intimate. Next, expectations and taking things for granted. So regardless of whether you are in a romantic relationship or like a friendship or whatever it is, you should not be having um, unknown expectations or taking things for granted for them. But expectations in all relationships are never the best. Unless those expectations are known and agreed upon, it can just cause a whole lot of trouble. And it's very rare that expectations are known and agreed upon unless it is like some sort of work uh, situation where everything is just clearly laid out generally in like romantic relationships those things aren't just like listen this is what I expect from you this is what I need I need you to live up to these kind of things do you agree yes great that's just not it doesn't seem like it's reality so um, and it's because a lot of times we have these expectations of what we want and need and sometimes those can be too high unrealistic and our other halves just can't seem to live up to those expectations does this sound familiar to anyone? It, it sounded familiar to me um, in past relationships that I have had. And this can cause a divide in much unhappiness, like so, so, so much. And it's important to stay away from having unrealistic expectations of others and to stop comparing your relationship to someone else's, someone else's, which will only create more unnecessary expectations because, you know, the, the, um, uh, pitfalls of comparing yourself, whether you're comparing yourself directly one-to-one or you're comparing like what you do for a living to someone else or comparing your relationship, your relationship with your partner to someone else in their relationship. And the problem with that is that everyone is starting from a different starting point, right? You don't know what kind of issues, baggage, or whatever each person brought in in that relationship. You don't know how well they were able to communicate and get on board with each other to be open and honest, vulnerable, intimate. Like, you don't know the whole backstory. You might think you know the whole backstory, but you probably don't know everything, and you probably don't know any sort of fights, discussions, arguments that they may have gotten into, that they may have been able to get over together as a team. So I would just stay away from comparison in everything, but especially relationships, because you are never going to know everything that happened. And even if you do, it's always going to be different for you because you're a different person. Your, your romantic partner is a different person and you cannot expect them to be the same as this person over here, you know, and I, you know, no, let me tell you, I honestly can tell you that I have fallen into that trap. Um, there are definitely uh, years ago where I would com- I would always get so irritated because my husband wouldn't do certain things that I see, uh, quote unquote, Instagram husbands doing for their wives. I would get so upset. I'm like, why isn't my husband like wanting to get in there and like clean everything for me without being asked or do this, that, and the other? And it's just, it just, I realized that I was putting all of this negativity on our relationship because 
because I had all these expectations and I was comparing him to someone else when we're totally different and we operate a totally different way. And that's just expecting him to do those things, especially without asking, is just so dumb. It's just so dumb. Let me just tell you, expecting anyone to do something and they don't know that you have those expectations, like do not expect people to read your mind. If you want to hear more than that on that, I definitely have an episode I recorded like months ago about that, about mind reading. It's it'll be very eye opening for you. But you should not and expectations, but you should not have expectations that people do not know that you have of them because that's not fair, right? How are they going to know that you wanted them to, you know, clean the kitchen every time after dinner and let you do something else? You know, you can't be bitter about something that you never initiated the conversation for. I hope that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. I think I'm, I'm going to try to reel it back here so I don't go on a tangent about expectations. But um, yeah, you you just you you can't have unnecessary expectations, especially if they don't know. You can't compare your relationship to someone else's because it's, it's undoubtedly going to be different, no matter what, no matter how many likenesses there are. There's definitely going to be uh, an astounding number of differences that you just need to be able to accept and talk about with your partner, not comparing it to someone that you saw on the internet. Um, along with this is being careful to not take things for granted. So it becomes far too easy to start getting comfortable in the relationship and not being as excited about those little things that our partner does for us. You know, if your partner does go out of the way to um, wash the dishes for you because they realize how busy you are. And even though that's a task that you normally do, they're going to go and do it for you. Take out the trash, you know, pick up the kids. Um, maybe they're going to, you know, run some other errands for you that you normally would do, but you just, you haven't felt up to it or, you know, it's just all of these things, or they're going to like go after they're on their way home from work. They're going to pick you up a little surprise, a little treat. Like those are definitely like super special things, but sometimes we can get into that mode where you've been in a relationship long enough that those things kind of seem to like not be as shiny and pretty and new as they were. You know what I mean? You kind of start taking it for granted, um, and expecting your partner to do those things as opposed to being excited when and if they do those things. Um, And, you know, we just start expecting it. But it's important to remember that it's still very special and should be treated as such. Remembering that each little gesture and appreciation moment means something to the person doing it, to your partner, and should to the one receiving it, which is you. So, you know, Maybe you, maybe their thing is they just now take the garbage out every night or they start cleaning up after dinner every night because it becomes something that they enjoy doing for you, but now you expect them to do it. So maybe one day they don't do it and you're like, oh my gosh, why didn't you do that? And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I had something else to do. And so it just, you know, you can't expect it. So maybe you should just jump in and do it and then they'll realize, wow, this is an actual partnership. You know, we're not having these expectations that one person does this, another person has to do that. No, you're coming together as a team to get things done together as a team. So please (laughs) make sure that you're not having unrealistic, high expectations, unknown expectations, and not taking things for granted. Next, you still got your own baggage. This is an important reminder to everyone. You're going to come into the relationship with whatever baggage that you have. There's no way you can check it. There's no way you can send it away. That's just not how it works. Sometimes relationships can bring up old crap. And a lot of times this cannot be helped. It just can't. Like, it just you haven't taken the time to work on it. And however, the thing that will help is by taking the time to heal your issues. 
And you have to take that time in whatever way you need. If you need more time to be alone, if you need to start seeing a therapist, start seeing a counselor, start talking to a mentor, you know, going through some sort of specialized therapy to get through the things that you have gone through that that have been pressed upon you. And you shouldn't have any shame in that because there's no shame in becoming like working your way to becoming a better, stronger person, you know, and I don't know why people are putting shame upon that thinking that you're less than because you have issues when in reality everyone has issues it's just a matter of how publicized they are and no longer can you blame it on the person you started to get involved with it's not their fault their presence brought up those past feelings emotions memories in you it is not it's not their fault what you have to actually realize here is some truth for you is that you had a band-aid on the situation the whole time Like you never, like, so if you think that you were healed of whatever happened to you, and I get it, I've been through that, I'm still going through that and still battling issues that I brought into um, the relationship that my husband and I started so many years ago, but you can't blame it on them. You can't be like, oh, it's their fault that I'm feeling all these things. They drudge them all up. No, absolutely not. Okay, it just means that you actually didn't do all the work that you needed to do. And that's okay, too. It's okay if you were just now realizing, or at some point in the relationship, you're realizing that crap, I mean, I still have so much work to do. And that's okay. And you know, honestly, if this person comes into your life and ends up poking holes in what you thought was your healing, that's probably for the best. It means you still have some healing to do, and there's nothing wrong with that. It might make the relationship uh, a lot harder, a lot more fragile, maybe not even happen at all. But honestly, I don't know if you believe this, but I truly believe what is meant to be will be. And so maybe what you needed was this person to poke those holes in it and expose to you what still needs to be fixed, what's still broken. Go work on that. Maybe the relationship will still happen. Maybe it'll happen later down the line, or maybe that wasn't even your person at all. You don't know. It's not for you to worry about. I mean, you can worry about it, but it's not going to be beneficial. It's not going to be anything helpful for you to do. You need to work on yourself. You know, you're 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 getting a message that, hey, you know, you still got work to do. If you get this better, you're going to be a better, stronger person, more for yourself and additionally for others. So it's something to keep in mind. Like, you got your own baggage. It's not their fault if they, if they like, light a match and it suddenly sparks up in you even more than you realized. And lastly, it takes actual work and dedication. And let me end on this by bringing up the simple fact that you have to put in actual work and dedication to have a good relationship. I know, newsflash, bam. And that's not going to be easy peasy all the time, obviously. The initial excitement will dim at some point and you have to start actually nourishing the relationship. You will have to come up with new exciting things or reignite old things look for ways to become closer and deeper and make sure you are both on the same page for what you both want out of the relationship. And realize that comparison will have to happen. Putting your partner first sometimes is inevitable and actually establishing a real partnership that you don't give up on after a measly fight is necessary. So You have to realize that you can't just go in thinking everything's going to be fun. You're not going to have any fights, as I mentioned at the top of the episode. You have to go in knowing that you will have to make compromises. That's just how it is in all relationships. Whether it's an intimate relationship or not, you're going to have to make a compromise at some point because that's two people being put together and despite how similar or the same you are to this person, there's still going to come a point where you're both not like 
wanting to do the same thing and you're going to have to bend and flex in that way. But also in a relationship, you're also going to have to put them first. You're also going to have to serve them first or make whatever their choices are first. And then you'll come next and then you'll compromise and then you'll go back and forth between those things. And that's fine too. And you have to make sure that just because you have a fight, just because you get really upset at each other, just because you both walk away and you take a time out, maybe, maybe slam some doors, you know, maybe say some words that you regret. It doesn't mean that it's over. It doesn't mean that you need to end it. I mean, there's definitely going to be more signs and signals of relationships that may need to end because they're not going to work out. But just after a few fights and things that aren't like super, super serious that feel serious in the moment, but in hindsight, maybe aren't. That doesn't mean it just needs to be thrown away. You have to do the work. You have to put in the time. You have to figure it out. You got to figure out if it's still worth your time. You got to figure out if it's still, that person is still your person. You don't want to give up too easily. You don't want to give up just because things get hard because you'll never learn anything and you'll never have those deep, like worth it relationships if you're constantly just jumping out in the middle or when things get tough, you know? Nothing will ever last. So I hope that all of this has helped you guys. I know that this episode's long, but I hope that you really enjoyed it. Again, my name is Sabrina, and thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. I hope that you really enjoyed this episode. And if you did and you know someone else that would, I encourage you to please, please, please share it with them. I will be most grateful. Please come visit me on Instagram. I am at Sabrina Joy Perozo. Also, check out my website, which is sabrinajoy.com. And also, if you look in the description box, you'll see notes for the show, which is awesome and also my email address for any questions comments concerns or prayer requests but thank you so much for listening i hope you come back tomorrow and the rest of the days this week to listen to more episodes talking about relationship struggles and until then i hope you have a good one and i'll see you next time guys okay thanks and bye